Good evening, everybody. This is Parvati Subramanian from HR Talks, and you are listening to the HR Talks podcast. On this show, I talk to the HR director of sector and try to get a sense of what it has to be as a HR director and how they get to who they are today. And the goal here is, as always, rest of us can learn from their example and go on to start the first job. If you enjoy my show and like what I'm doing here, you should review my HR Talks and listen to iTunes. and Spotify and today's episode I sat down with Kurt Webster the HR director of Skeptor and in this episode Kurt and I discuss how newly HR graduates can land on their first job what it feels like to be the HR director and how fiercely his HR journey from the HR manager to the HR director good evening Kurt and welcome to HR Talks with Parvati how are you I'm well how are you I'm doing great. So, how long has you been working in HR industry? I've been in HR for about 20 years. 20 years? That's mm-hmm. a huge chunk of time. Yeah. What motivated you to choose a field in HR? Uh, I didn't actually choose HR. Uh, I came from a business background, so I had uh, run um, some retail stores. I had been in a sales territory, and I moved into uh, training and development. because uh, I was good at sales and so I was doing sales training for a number of years and that kind of expanded into you know more training I also did um, talent acquisition uh, a lot and that kind of led me to a, a realization I guess probably well in my kind of you know uh, early 40s that it's like gee maybe this is something I'd like to do so um I went back to school. I got uh, a HR certificate, uh, then a bachelor's degree, and moved into uh, my first HR generalist role, an HR manager role, and then um, moved into an HR director role about, I guess, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I finished my master's degree four years ago. So, um, so your first job in HR industry was HR human resource manager in Astro Noble. Yeah, right. so I yeah, so I was I you know prior to that and one of the things I think um you know from a from a you know a new graduate perspective or or someone new um in in the HR profession you generally start in a piece of HR. So you start in you know in talent acquisition that's very common or um you know maybe you do HRIS or those sorts of things. Um you know in my case it was it was talent acquisition and training. Mm-hmm. So how was your experience as a talent acquisition and training? Uh it was really good. I mean, I I was doing talent acquisition like 2000 2001 and mm-hmm. I was working actually um in the Mid East U uh, uh Mid Atlantic US. So um I had uh I was doing uh, talent acquisition in New York after September 11th. Mm-hmm. So it was uh it was an interesting time uh, to do talent acquisition and of course then we didn't have all the tools we had now so um you know everything was pretty much um you know post and pray uh, mm-hmm. lots of phone work those sorts of things but the 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 meat of it of talent acquisition mm-hmm. really doesn't change and certainly i think you know the volume that i worked in and the amount of of conversations i had and those sorts of things i mean i've i've recruited thousands mm-hmm. of people uh-huh. um really have given me a very very good basis and a, and and you know an understanding talent and how to attract uh talent. Mm-hmm. So you were working as a HR director in PPG industry? Mhm. 
yeah why did you decide to move to rr uh, donnery well um like happens with a lot of people um ppg uh-huh. was going through a restructure and oh. um they were restructuring uh their functional teams globally as ppg is a large global corporation and um my position was eliminated so um the position doesn't exist at all in canada anymore uh and there's only two of them left in the us so it's it just they restructured and um you know my skill sets and those sorts of things weren't uh, weren't something that uh, they wanted to to keep on you know on board so um i exited that business and moved to r donnelly about 3 months later Oh, so you are currently working as HR director as captain. How is your typical day at work? It would be huge roles and responsibility, I'm sure. Um, I mean, here, Scepter is a very small organization, so um, it's a very hands-on job here. And it's one of the things, you know, with HR, um, it it varies a lot by the type of business and the size of the business. So um, when I was with R. Donnelly, uh, it was a very large business, uh, nine sites across Canada. I had a team of, I guess, six direct reports and, mm-hmm. and you know, about six or seven indirect reports. Um, and here, I don't have that. I have a team of two. And so um, there's myself and two generalists. And so it, it's a more, um, it's a more hands-on, um mm-hmm. job but i i get to do i get to do the things that i i like to do all around one of the challenges with with hr can be and again for you know people that are young in career when in, in hr people like to move up um one of the things that that people should be cognizant of is av- as you move up if that's what you want to do um you tend to move away from things and so the higher up you get the less interaction you have with people every day most which is is kind of normal um and if you like that people interaction if you like uh you know labor relations or employee relations or training and development the higher up you go you move away from those things so you have people that that do that work and so you're working you know with your direct reports um you're maybe working with a small leadership team you're not necessarily working directly with employees and delivering training or you know sitting on the other side of the bargaining bargaining table or you know having an employee in your office um that you're mm-hmm. coaching and so um that something for me was what I was looking for when I moved to Scepter because it's a much smaller organization and mm-hmm. so I can do those things as well as you know uh you know compensation use so I'm I'm doing basically a regrading exercise uh mm-hmm. which uh, is is quite a bit of work um and it's really more high level work but it's you know I so I get to do those both of those things which I really like so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so when you started your first job as talent acquisition and training uh what things you wish to know when you started your first job uh um hmm what I wish I'd known um I Hmm, it's an interesting question. I never thought about that before. Um, you know, I was I was asked to do the job, so I went and did it. I I uh did get uh certification uh, in talent acquisition, and so uh after that I went and did it. So I mean, I guess I would say um you know, having having um you know, a clear understanding of the role when you go in is helpful. Um mm-hmm. I didn't. and so i kind of fumbled around a little bit um and i i think that's you know kind of 
it shouldn't be normal, but I think it is. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I would tell you is that if, um, you know, I would have liked to have a little bit of clearer understanding of, of the role. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, where did you did your talent acquisition role? So, yeah, so I was in, um, I was remote. So, it, mm-hmm. you know, interesting, in, you know, in COVID times, everybody's working remotely. I worked remotely most of my career. I was, uh, I was home-based mm-hmm. for um, a, a number of years. And then when I was doing that role, I was, I worked from my home. Um, so I was in the Northeast U.S. Oh, no, <laughs> that's good. We will be moving to the next segment. We will be talking about how HR students can land on their first job. So, which course a student should pursue for a career in HR? Well, I mean, I think um, my advice would be to um, pursue a business degree first, if, if you're mm-hmm. going for, from an education perspective. Um, mm-hmm. You know, an HR uh, bachelor's degree, I think, is, is valuable. But um, really, in, in Canada, a BCom with an HR specialty is what you'd want. I've worked uh, with a number of, you know, new new and career HR professionals. And the ones that had BComs with an HR specialty were much better prepared um, for the world of HR now than um, just a purely, you know, a pure HR um, bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you recommend HR students taking any certification like CHRP? Um, yeah, so I, I, I honestly, I mean, I think, um, I think too much emphasis is placed on the CHRP, um, mm-hmm. especially um, for, again, people young in career. Um, you know, it's nice to have all the letters after your name, but mm-hmm. HR is really only learned by doing it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think the basics, you know, are around probably a bachelor's degree, I, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a CHRP um, is valuable. But mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm looking at, at you know, um, recruiting someone into an HR role, mm-hmm. uh, I'm less looking at that than what they've done mm-hmm. and what their experience has been. Um, and if they're new, they're new. So. Someone that has a CHRP and someone that doesn't with the same sort of experience, it doesn't, it, it, it's not a really a factor for me. Oh, oh, okay. So what job search platform you recommend for newly HR graduates for finding their first job? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think that um, you need to be open to opportunities and you need to, um, I think, look at all the varies of HR. I mean, HR is a very, very broad discipline and it can range from really almost truly finance. So if you're in, you know, payroll and those sorts of things um, to, um, you know, really, you know, very um, soft skills led. So like employee development and employee relations type of work. So, you know, having an understanding of, of what you like and I think having some reflection on you know, what sort of work you like to do and, um, uh, you know, how you want to be able to impact a business is, is my best suggestion. Um, because, you know, for example, I am not, um, I am not a numbers person. I'm, I'm good with numbers. I, you know, I, I do business math very well. I understand P and law statements and all sorts of things. But if I was to run a payroll, 
that would not be the mm -hmm. best thing. That said, I know how to run a payroll department because I've done that. And so I understand how payroll works and how it needs to be done. But the, the minutia of like the finance end of it is not something that mm -hmm. where my either my skills or my passion lie. And I know that. Um, mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things that I think, you know, people young in career that are looking for their, their first or maybe their second job is to reflect on what they like and what they don't. Um, and and look for for opportunities to um, really play to their strengths uh, and their passions and the things that they like to do. I mean, as I said, HR is a very, very broad discipline. There's lots mm -hmm. of room in it um, for all different kinds of people. Do you recommend students apply for membership in association like HRPA so that it will help those relationships? Yes, uh, I, I, oh. I, I do. And I also... I firmly believe that, you know, tools like LinkedIn um, are awesome mm -hmm. for, for networking. Mm -hmm. um, I think mm -hmm. people should take advantage of every opportunity they get to network. Um, this mm -hmm. is a good example, right? You contacted me on LinkedIn and um, mm -hmm. I thought it was a good opportunity, uh, you know, something that I would like to do, but it'll help me as well. And so I think, um, you know, being open to um, networking with other people, other groups. I'm in four or five groups myself and I attend, uh, you know, things pretty much every month. There's always, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a, a lunch and learn or a talk or something that I, that I join. Um, I'm, you know, very cognizant of, of making connections with people. So I interact on the calls mm -hmm. and those sorts of things. And, uh, I mm -hmm. do connect with people, uh, you know, either on LinkedIn or, or afterwards. And, uh, it's been very valuable. And I mean, I think, you know, even in today's world where all the jobs are online and all the other things, you know, you find jobs through people, mm -hmm. you find opportunities mm -hmm. through people and the, the better mm -hmm. your network is, um, you know, the, the better opportunity you're going to have. And I mean, I think, you know, if I look at my situation, I mean, I was with the paint company for 28 years. So mm -hmm. when I was exited, um, you know, I needed to find a job and I didn't realize that I had built a reasonably robust network uh, and it helped me a lot actually. Um, but since then I've been very consciously developing my network and making sure that I'm contacting people. I'm in contact with people. I'm working with people when they're asking and, and those sorts of things. And I think that's something that, um, you know, people that are young in career really, really is a critical thing for them to do. To, mm -hmm. to, to build and, and, and nurture and grow their network. Um, that's a really, really good advice. Like most of the people will just say like networking is good, but you cited the examples and it's really good. Thank you. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. Do you uh, think there is a difference in graduating from university and college? No, um, I, you know, I've worked with HR professionals with fairly varied educational backgrounds and mm -hmm. I really haven't seen a difference um, you mm -hmm. know I think that again when I look at, at a CV or I'm looking at someone to hire it's more the totality mm -hmm. of it um, you know like mm -hmm. I went to York I'm you know mm -hmm. I mean I know yeah. York yeah you completed your yeah. human resource management yeah. York so you know I, I mean I know what the program's like but I also know mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, you know, the other universities have programs. I know the college programs are good as well. So, you know, I'm familiar. That's the other thing. I mean, I think it's important for, you know, people who are either choosing a school or if they're in a school or even after they graduate to look at the mm -hmm. other schools, maybe that they haven't gone to or that they didn't graduate from, but understand what their programs are like. Um, it helps you, you know, kind of gauge and understand um, you know the focus of that particular program but I, I honestly i think they're all good and again you know hr really has to be learned like you can't there are things you just cannot do when you when you you know you graduate from from college or university and you have your first job uh you just can't and and you have to learn them and i mean the things that are hardest to learn probably employee relations i mean what do you do when somebody's at your door crying what do you do when you get a phone call that one of your employees was killed uh, uh you know on the job what do you do when you know there's an emergency evacuation what do you do when there's a pandemic and you're the one in charge of making sure that everyone's safe um so those sorts of things you, you can't you, you just have to do them right and and i think um, when you're looking for your first role or maybe your second role Look at who you're going to be reporting to and what their CV is like and be interviewing them and and evaluating them as well as as a as a contact and a mentor and someone they you can learn from. I think that's really critical because I had exceptionally good HR leaders when I first started. They're just stellar and I learned things from them you know, 20 years ago that I still use every single day. And I think that's a critical piece. Uh, it's not only the company that you want to go work for. I mean, you know, companies are companies. They, they, you know, they're, they're all different. I mean, they, but, you know, ultimately, you know, their goal is to, is to be profitable and grow. And I think, you know, as someone young in career, you know, your goal is to help the company do that, but also do that for yourself. And so, so pick the leaders that you're going to work with. Um, think about how they are as a leader and will, will you be able to work well with them? Will you be able to learn from them? Um, I think that's a critical piece too. Mm -hmm. On that note about the first job, it is very hard for a newly graduate to apply for positions like recruitment officer or HR coordinator. So what entry level job do you suggest instead? Well, I mean, I think, I think, you know, coming in from a business perspective helps. So like, for example, mm -hmm. as I said, you know, people with the BCom, you know, the BCom, mm -hmm. you can, you can go into, you know, finance roles, you know, accounts receivable, accounts payable, those sorts of things. Uh, you know, there's probably analysis roles, uh, roles in, um, probably in supply chains and logistics. And so you know that's that's you know i think other other areas that that someone could work in that would get them in the door and get mm -hmm. them some experience because as i said the business experience is critical mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. if you can't sit in a meeting with business leaders and understand what one understand what they're talking about and two provide valuable feedback on what's going on in the meeting you're not going to be successful and you know I, I hear a lot of times and i've heard this before I, I don't i don't like the term but people use it you know how do we get a seat at the table well 
it, it's kind of a nonsensical statement because if you if your role should have a seat at the table then you have one um, go sit at the table <coughs> it's more important how do you stay there and how you stay there is by understanding uh, the business and the value that you bring and and showing that uh, you know uh, to uh, to the business so uh, what are some tips for resume and cover letter preparation for new data graduates mm. I mean I think I think you know probably things that people are already you know are already doing but you know keep it to two pages no more um choose you know a basic font um you know make sure your your information uh, is clear that your you know that your introductory statement is clear um that mm-hmm. that it's you and not just something you copy and paste it out of something else right like when i and i mean i i'm of the stage of my career i still read resumes like i i i do so i i will <clears throat> i usually print them but <coughs> sometimes i'll read them online but i usually print them and i look at them mm-hmm. and you know I, what i would tell people is print it and look at it um I, when you print it's weird but when you print things and look at them you see things like look how it's structured i mean say it out loud you know speak it mm-hmm. um don't just write it and i mean and and craft it and work on it um i think <coughs> they're they're a living document i mean i update mine at least every year but it's it's usually updated probably every 4 or 5 months as i as i either do you know new things or um you know i have successes or those sorts of things um but i would say treat it like that um you know uh, make sure it's clear it's concise it 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 speaks that it's you i guess right um i you know it's yeah i know people like to write resumes so the machines can read them and i get yeah. that but on the other end of that machine is a human being and so yeah. if if it's got to have a hook it's got to be something that says mm-hmm. wow i you know i out of the 40 that i've looked at this is the one i'm going to pick up mm-hmm. and that comes oh. from people i think spending the time and 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 thinking about it i mean it's really you know finding a job is is basically sales and you have to think about what what the hiring person whether it's you know an hr coordinator or HR manager director you know uh someone from a consultant firm a search firm what's going to hook them that's that's what i think is critical thank you what cities and provinces do you recommend to students looking for their hr job fresh out of college um well i've only worked um in canada in the gta mm-hmm. um i mean mm-hmm. i would say the gta is a very very competitive market but it's also a competitive market because there's lots of jobs so you know it's kind of one of those things i mean i i think it's important for people to <clears throat> you know probably live where they want to live and then figure out a job like moving to some place because there's a job there probably isn't the best idea because you might not like it <laughs> right i mean and you know and ultimately you, you know you've got to be happy in the environment that you live in 
so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so we are almost reaching the end of the episode and i will be asking some rapid questions to wind up the episode sure. are you ready <laughs> your worst advice i ever received the worst advice i ever received <clears throat> oh jeez i don't even know um <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I I don't know that I've ever gotten really horrible advice. Uh what about the best advice? So, um the best advice um that I ever got was and it was less advice than um just an observation that one of my uh managers, one of my my actually my best manager from an HR perspective told me that she said she said she said you you have it you know she said you've got a good gut and she said i don't worry about you because and the business that you support because i know you'll know what to do and i think i mean it was it was a compliment for sure but it also told me that the the things that i had learned and internalized about how to be um you know reactive and proactive and flexible and make good decisions um were right and so you know i've i've relied on that 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 you know my decision making ability my ability to um adapt to the situations that come because in hr you never know what's going to happen i mean strange stuff happens all the time and and so you know i think the, probably the best you know you say advice or or you know comment that i that i ever received was that one so mm-hmm. uh do you have a role model or a person you admire the most yeah from any sharp perspective that that manager that i was talking about um she she was oh, awesome she just was she mm-hmm. she was um she was a very good solid strong manager she gave great feedback mm-hmm. uh that was balanced and fair and um uh she gave great direction so you never felt like if you made a mistake which we all do that you know mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't talk to her i mean she was always somebody if something went wrong that's the first i mean it always should be your boss that you call i never had a hesitation to call her um and watching her work um was awesome she was incredibly good at what she did so observing her um work she was a vp at the time she's very young she was only in her mid 30s oh. um watching her work in you know in a male dominated environment with a room full of men was awesome because mm-hmm. she got stuff done she was right and she she mm-hmm. got people to do what they should do what was the right thing by either mm-hmm. you know sheer force of will or she just she was really really good she just was and Mhm. But that she no. was bossy or No, so that that was no. the thing with her. She you never mm-hmm. felt like she was bossy, but she got people to do stuff. And it just it just was mm-hmm. her it's her personality. Um she just you know, it, she's a very unique person. I mean, I've never worked for or with anybody like her since. So. Do you think a manager or an HR manager should boss boss their employees no. or should dominate mm-hmm. them? No, I mean you you don't get you don't get anywhere by bossing people around. You know, you get somewhere mm-hmm. working on a team. And and it's it's a team effort. I mean, HR especially mm-hmm. is a collaborative um function. 
It's a very lonely function mm-hmm. because, and, and new HR mm-hmm. people don't know this yet, but when they get mm-hmm. into the role, it, it's a lonely job. People don't understand mm-hmm. what you do. They're scared of you because mm-hmm. they think you make decisions mm-hmm. about whether they, they have a job or they don't, whether they get paid or they don't, all those other sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you will, nobody ever lets you forget that you're HR. And that is a mm-hmm. very isolating experience. And so HR people need other HR people mm-hmm. to work with, to a soundboard with and to commiserate with and talk with because it's it's a it's a very isolated job so you certainly mm-hmm. don't get there by bossing people around and it certainly is a team effort um you know mm-hmm. leveraging your own team so your your teammates your co-workers your manager um, mm-hmm. other functions mm-hmm. uh, hr borders on law a lot and so um mm-hmm. i've had some awesome awesome working relationships with lawyers um, they can be very uh, mm-hmm. valuable too. So, mm-hmm. what is one of the thing you would put on your bucket list? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know if I really have a bucket list. Let's say, I mean, from a mm-hmm. from an HR from a job perspective, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't think anything. I mean, I I've had I have a great career. I. I love the work that I do. I've had a very varied mm-hmm. set of experiences and I'm happy for them. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think when I'm done my, you know, my career, I'm going to be looking back and go, oh, I missed something. Um, and I don't know that there's necessarily anything else I want to do. Um, I've had high level director jobs um, and, you know, a, a VP job. Okay. But I know what they're like because I've had, big director jobs and it's not necessarily what I want to do. Um, I like the I like the more hands-on work that I get to do now in the role that I'm in. If you uh, if a movie was made of your life, what would be the name of the movie? <laughs> um Really? He's doing that? It's probably what the what the yeah. movie would be called. No. I don't, I don't know that necessarily I knew that mm-hmm. I have the job that I have and I don't think anybody else would have either. Oh, oh. <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? Uh, favorite or movie is Forrest Gump. Oh, is, that is a TV no, show? It's a movie. It's a, a, movie. TV show? a movie. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? And why? <laughs> um... Bill Gates. Yeah. Because, because, why? I don't know if I'd want to trade lives with him, but like to go hang around with somebody for Mm -hmm. a day, I'd love to. He's just a fascinating man. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, absolutely Mm -hmm. brilliant, um, gigantic Mm -hmm. thinker, um, you know, all the money in the world and using it for some awesome things. I just, that's somebody that, yeah, I, I would, like I said, I don't want to, wouldn't trade places with. But if I was to spend a day with, absolutely, that's mm-hmm. somebody I'd like to spend a day with. It's a fascinating person. So, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you done that you are most proud of in your career? Um, so I think far? what I'm most proud of is the younger in career HR professionals that I've worked with, um, led and mentored, and watching their success now. 
Um, I have two particular, they, they started working on my team right out of university. And um, while that was, you know, 12, 13 years ago, they are awesome at what they do. They're, you know, consummate professionals. They're very successful. Um, and I like to think that I had a little bit to do with that. So. God, thank you so You're much welcome. for coming. Thank on you. <laughs> thank you. Listeners, if you enjoyed the episode, visit our page at LinkedIn, the HR Talks. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I will see you next time.